SOS. Hi, it's me, Sly Elsewhere. And you're back for another episode of ASMR with the Apocalypse Bros. with the apocalypse, apocalypse bros. bros and today uh we have a special guest to be on uh we've been talking we mentioned very casually uh the concept of people with superpowers in the apocalypse and we have actually found a number of these characters both superhero and supervillain who are interested in being on the podcast with us uh which we'll talk about a little bit more later but today we'll be speaking with an actual super villain my goodness villain that sounds scary it's like dun 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 exactly cue the villain music i already did it oh cue the villain music cue the post villain yes music music the the, the post what happens after the the after show yeah usually it's like some kind of intimidating exactly Maybe when Jaws. he's whatever when he's making up his schemes. Cue that music. Whatever yes. that the scheme music. Yes. The scheming song. That's something else. Can we get sued for that? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Probably not. Alex was, Trebek. Alex Trebek. Uh, anyways, uh, so we're gonna jump into uh, the headlines before we get to our, our extra special guest. So make sure that you stay tuned through the headlines for this special guest who's gonna be great. And tell us about his evil, dastardly deeds. Uh, uh, uh. I imagine is what he would be saying mm-hmm. about his right. dastardly deeds. As he's sitting in the other room waiting right. for us to call him into the to the studio. He's, Get in here, he's guy. He's just got his hands together. He's tapping his fingers against each other. And he's going... Or he's just in the bathroom pooping. Yeah, it's also very true. I mean, it's nice to offer, I guess, that. Anyways, to the headlines... Uh, Sly, you want to hit us with the first one? So it looks like we've seen a, uh, not a cure, but a very good treatment. Um, we've seen, it seems to look like steroids are oh. really uh, working uh, to help combat the, at least the the illnesses that have gone along with the, the coronavirus. So, uh, you know, we've seen people, a lot of people taking steroids. Um, it's been, become very, uh, for whatever reason, popular and a very large usage rate in Austria. Interesting. And obviously we're still trying to find out what kind of application they might have in curing Ronoromerism. But in the meantime, we actually have somebody from, or calling in from Austria uh, to tell us about how they have recovered from the the coronavirus by using these steroids. Uh, His name is, uh, I don't know, what was his name, Sly? I believe Stephen. Oh, Stephen. Yes. Or is it Stefan? It's Stephen. Stephen. Yes. S-T-E-P-H-I-N. Stephen. 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 Oh, Stephen. Yeah, you gotta say it. All right. Stephen. All right. (laughs) Well, now that we've officially butchered his name multiple times, Stephen, uh, could you tell us a little bit about your experience with uh, the coronavirus and being more or less cured and, and alleviated by using steroids? Yes, hello, um, my name is Stephen, as you have uh, uh, said it very clearly and well. And uh, yes, we have used these uh, steroids to help combat any of these uh, 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 illnesses with the coronavirus, as you uh, call it there, the COVID-19. And uh, we want to make sure that uh, all of us are healed so that we're ready for the upcoming competitions. Ooh, competitions. What do you guys got coming? 
Uh, what we have, of course, the weightlifting competitions uh, by our uh, overlord, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, uh, he's, uh, of course, one of our uh, most popular uh, students uh, that you may know of. He was in uh, certain movies like The uh, Terma Predator and uh, Kindergarten Coppola. Uh, I'm sure that's the translation there. Yes, I believe I've seen both of those films, and they were fantastic. And obviously, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a, is a national treasure, both here and apparently in, in Austria. Yes, we have many statues of him. Yes, yes. And uh, for a time, he was actually uh, governor, I believe. Yes, uh, and he was also governor of our hearts. Oh, of course, yes. No, we all absolutely loved him, especially after he uh, got to the chopper. Yes, uh, he got to the chopper very many times. Yes, he did. <laughs> awesome. Well, well, thank you, Steve Finn. Uh, for for telling us a little bit about recovering and uh, and we're excited and we'll be cheering for you in the upcoming competitions. Thank you. I'm running the uh, seven hundred. The seven hundred. The seven hundred. Is that kilometers where you're at? That's seven hundred kilometers. Yes, uh, I'm running uh, five hundred and thirty three of it, and the rest of it I'm going to be boating, uh, using uh, fish bones to boat, and I have a, a tree that I've cored out for my canoe. Oh wow! They even have you build your own. Uh, yes. Interesting. All right. Well, uh, thank you again for being on. Uh, thank you for having me. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. So that was Steven from Austria telling us about how they are using, uh, again, steroids to start sort of curing and alleviating the symptoms of coronavirus. Uh, next up, we have another headline. Uh, this one hails from the U.S. And uh, re uh, recently, a number of individuals were at a uh, sort of a settlement that was outside of a small uh, airport. Oh, this one. This is a good one. I saw this one today, too. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's really interesting. So they're in this settlement outside of a small airport, and they noticed something very strange. They had reports of a flying person outside of the airport, kind of going, uh, testing on the runway almost, it seemed like. If birds were meant to fly, they would have feathers. I think is what people told their Wright brothers back in the day. Right, 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 right. Probably with that voice. Did they say with birds or if humans? Of, of people. Wait, yeah. what did oh, I say? Did you I said say birds. If, peop if, if, if birds people were, were if people were meant to fly, they'd have feathers. If birds were meant to fry, they'd have oil. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> I think everything has a little bit of oil in it. That's true. It does. Even our fingers, we got oil. Anyway, clams. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, yes, these, these individuals said uh, claimed to have seen a person that was flying like in the air around this airport. And uh, this has gotten back, obviously, to, to us and into the news and such. And uh, we have two experts that we spoke to and interviewed recently, and we have the recording here of what those two experts had to say about these reports of this flying person. Now, these are, are experts in the sense that they've been around for a long time. That's all we really gauged as far as their expertise. Uh, so please welcome, uh, as we play this recording of us interviewing these experts. We, I guess it really wasn't so much of an interview as we asked them, how do you feel about this, these reports? And they just kind of talked from there. We didn't get a word in edgewise. No. It was just them. So anyway, here's the recording. Uh, Sly, do you want to hit the, the play button on there? Oh, is this thing on? Yes, yes, it's on. Uh, uh, could you please state your names and then please tell us a little bit about uh, your expertise and your feelings towards this report of a flying person. Hello? You're, you're on. Oh, okay. My name's Merle. And my name is Sylvester. Hello, Sylvester. Merle, you, 
we had bagels together earlier, you know who I am. Oh, uh, you're the one who stole the cream cheese. I love cream cheese. It's one of the few things I can chew. The creamier, the cheesier, the better. I like the one with the strawberry flavoring. Wait, what was the question again? They want to know about the flying man. Oh, the flying man. The man that was flying in the air. Yeah, the reports came in and said there was a flying man at this airport. Yeah, we saw him. You remember seeing him there, Sylvester? I didn't see nothing. Well, that's because you had your glasses. I said, Sylvester, I, you know what I said? I said, I said, I said that we need to make sure that you put your glasses on because there's a man flying in the air and the pilot just asked us if we could check it out. Remember when he radioed in? Sylvester, wake up! It's We're in an interview! Oh, the flying man! Oh my gosh, I was having a nightmare. Oh, so you remember seeing him then? No, I was- He was in your, your subconscious! No, I was dreaming that I was the flying man. Oh, how was it? Were you oh, fly- it was terrible. It was so cold up there. You know, that's what you don't think about up in the air so high. It's very cold. That's right. If you jump out of an airplane like 30,000 feet, you'll freeze to death before you hit the ground. That's what they don't tell you about in the autopsy reports. That's terrible. Now let me tell you a little bit about something. I've been around for a long time. That's why they asked me about this. I'm an expert. You turned 97 this week, Sylvester. That's what your wife Sylvie told me. Don't talk about my wife Sylvie in front of me, okay? Okay. I don't hear it. Okay. I don't want to hear it. Okay. I'll talk about your wife. Okay. My wife! Your wife, that's right, that's what I said I'll I talk I love about. my wife! So you, you, you darn wife lover. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Anyways, this man is flying. So they say, uh, my theory is, it was a large bird. Maybe an albatross, uh, mind you. And he had, so maybe he picked up a small child. And he was flying away to feed it to his uh, babies. That's, uh, that's my theory. Babies? Yeah, No, babies. It, was a, it was a flying man, not a flying baby. No, no, it picked up a, f a baby and was flying with the baby. Oh, the large albatross. Yeah, it was uh, maybe an albatross. Fly the babies to his babies? Uh, maybe an eagle. Oh, yeah. Pre preferably bald like yourself. Oh, that, that checks out. You know, you're, you're one to call the, me bald. That's like a baseball calling a softball round. It's both true. I'll call you round. Okay, I'm a little I let myself call a little bit. You're round, bald-headed? It's, it's because we're bit. sitting here talking about expertise things like like flying men. Why, why, why did they ask you to be here, Merle? What are you an expert on? Oh, I'm an expert on air temp. In air, the air temp. Like the temperature? Of yeah, the like it's 75 degrees out. Oh, like Did I you know that? I, uh, no, I didn't check. This yeah, it's, uh, it's how it's why I'm an expert. Oh, well, that's fair. So you just, you check Also, today. also, I'm an expert in reading barometers. Oh, that's pretty good. It's, yeah. Those and things can get pretty confusing. The one thing I can tell you about the barometer at this time when they saw this, there's no way there could have been in the man. The air pressure was way too dense. It's too dense. That's it's right. Too dense. It could not have survived up there. So what no they way. what they probably saw? Do you want my do you want my estimate on what they saw oh, there, absolutely, Sylvester? Merle, absolutely. Okay, I'll 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 tell that that Sly Kels care uh, and that that, that POS uh, yeah, PMS PMS that's his name yeah PMS P and PMS and Sly Healthcare Sly Healthcare okay just like all the all uh, the healthcare out there oh yeah the second you turn like uh, 
It's another topic anyway, for another time. time. We're experts on a lot of stuff. When you get to our ages, I mean, especially, you know everything. especially Sylvester is way older than I am. Sorry, don't do pipe down, Sonny. Okay, so anyway, way too, like I said, it was way too dense for someone to be alive up there. What happens to somebody that's in the air when it's too dense? Your lungs collapse. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so your lungs just get squashed. It's kind of like a submarine. Sometimes it feels like my lungs get squashed. Oh, that's a COPD. <laughs> That's what they call it. I forgot about the that. The cop. I didn't, I didn't read the pamphlet. Uh, the pamphlet? Yeah, they gave us a pamphlet about COPD, but I didn't have my reading glasses. You know, when I'm on the toilet, sometimes I like to read random pamphlets that I get. Yeah, that's why they put them there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we're experts and stuff. Just don't. Yeah, that's true. We, we spent a lot, a lot of pamphlets. Of, you know, I had a really good night's sleep the other night. I fell asleep on the toilet and the cushion. You know that cushion toilet I got? Yeah. The Doris got me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really nice and soft. Well, I was sitting on it, reading a pamphlet, boom, fell asleep. You Next time I knew it was four in the morning. Goodness. Best night of sleep I've had in a year. You gotta go out and check on the farm animals. To get one of them soft ones. That's, oh, yeah. Anyway. Anyways. So, yeah, I think I think what was up there was a pig. Uh, I mean, uh, it's a corona apocalypse, so I think it was a pig. You know what pigs fly? Uh, I think we're at the pig's fly stage. Oh, no. I think it was a pig. I mean, not really flying, because that's insane, but... If that's the case, then... Jimmy Pepsalot owes me 20 bucks. He said he'd give me $20 when the pigs fly. Well, it was, I think it was a pig tied to a lot of balloons. You know, these kids, they play the crazy pranks. Oh, yeah. And I think it was a pig tied to, tied to balloons up in the sky. It thought think, looked like a jet, like a man. Do you think, that's a good theory. I like that. Do you think they used helium or do they just blow into the balloons? Probably the helium. I don't know if you can blow into it and make it work. But is there any helium left? Helium! There's, it's helium. It's lighter than air. Yeah, but they say that we're running out on the earth. That's because the kids are using it. They think it's funny. Yeah, because they suck it into their yeah. lungs and it makes their voices get really hard. Yeah, like a bunch like of this. Oh, I got helium on my voice. Oh, kids. It's so funny. I can do it all by myself. Man, back okay. in my day, back in my day, we would just take rat poisoning. I remember that. And that would just give us energy to go on for days. You've got to take a little bit of it. And if you want your voice to get really low, then you eat uh, lead paint. Yes, and that's how you get your voice really low. Yeah, like this. Oh. Oh. See, that's why kids aren't living very long days. They're not doing that stuff to toughen their immune systems up. What, we're like 90, various 90 You're 97. Ages. Like I said, you're way older than me. I'm only 96 and a half. I tend to forget, but I only forget my age. You only forget your age. I'm not senile, and I'm not, uh, what's the condition called where you forget things? Denial. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you did there, and I like it. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> Take your inhaler. <laughs> That a boy. That a boy. You let it out. You know, it's so fresh. That is. It's, it it's makes, the freshest it thing. It makes you kind of dizzy. Anyway. What was the question there, Sly? Oh, yeah. So basically, no way was a person. Oh, yeah. It was either an albatross that had taken a small child or a pig that was tied to a large number of helium balloons. That's my guess, too, there, there Sylvester. All right. This interview's over with. Yes, as they, as they said back... 
Back to you. I'm gonna go get more bagels. No, I'm coming with you. And those, and those were our, uh, those were our experts. And uh, believe it or not, that was the edited version. Yes, uh, we spent a good three hours in the studio. Uh, at one point, they both were just napping. Yes. Uh, one of them had cream cheese on his nose. And at one point, we were both napping, and uh, Anthony had cream cheese on his nose. Yeah, it, uh, it's possible that he licked the cream cheese off the man's nose. It's very and possible. And it got on his nose. And we don't know what happened when we fell asleep. The cream cheese was everywhere. All we know is it was three hours because we checked our sundial outside, and it was three hours from when we started the interview. That's right. So, anyways, that was uh, the, our, their take, the experts' take on this concept of a man that was flying. Uh, maybe it was a man. Maybe it was a bird. Maybe it was a plane. Maybe it was a pig. Maybe it was a pig. And maybe it was an albatross. Anything's possible in the coronapocalypse. That's right. So, we're going to move into uh, our guest star, and we'll just let you guys kind of figure that uh, flying man, yes or no, concept out on your own. Uh, so, again, as we mentioned before, our guest star today is going to be a super villain. Uh, he goes by the name Dr. Death. Welcome to the show, Dr. Death. Well, hello. Now, do you do you prefer Dr. Death or Doc Death, or do you have preference? Uh, Dr. Death, obviously. Doc, full, full title, right. full title. Not full doctor, title, not Dr. what B. I deserve. Yeah, that's fair. Now, out of curiosity, how does one get... Well, actually, I guess... Well, yeah, no, that's a, that's a fair question. How does one get a doctorate's degree in death? It's not a mail-in order. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. It's definitely <laughs> yeah. a legitimate college. Of course. Of uh, course. No, it's, a, it, it's it's a two-page form. Awesome. <laughs> oh. And what kind of what kind of studies went along with with the uh, study of death? Uh, evil. Evil studies. And death. Evil, obviously. Obviously, he went to the school of hard evils. Now, what was? Did you have a uh, a major, a double major, major minor? What was your uh, your your field as far as that went specifically mm. uh reanimation was my major oh uh, minored in a a little bit of a, a culinary as well i, oh, I do sure. like to cook yeah absolutely i mean that's just a generally good skill to have and kind of know the secrets of and who doesn't love a good mm. animation you know love me some anime love, love me <laughs> now is that <laughs> japanese reanimation or is that American reanimation. The American version, obviously. Oh, okay, okay. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Now, Dr. Death, I'm sure that the question on everybody's mind, those of who surprisingly haven't heard of you, because your name is, has gotten around quite a bit in the post-apocalypse, uh, but for those who haven't heard of you yet or, and haven't heard about your uh, evil endeavors, what uh, powers do you have as a supervillain of the post-apocalypse? Uh, if you haven't noticed, we, we started having a little... Uh, problem with the, well, you are with the, Rona. What did you call them? You oh, know, the, the Rona Roamers. The yeah. Rona Roamers. I have the ability to control them. Really? Have yes. you been? Have you been speaking with Bill Gates by chance? Did he help you get these powers? Uh, yes, he's out of the loop now. Oh, okay. So he was involved, but now he's he's cut out. Possibly, uh, literally. We'll just say he's. Hmm now working more full-time under oh. me oh, oh boy. okay so he's almost more involved <laughs> uh less less alive involved and more oh. dead involved god gotcha, more gotcha. rona romer involved it sounds like yeah mm -hmm. he's he's roman um so okay so you have the ability to control 
the Ronoromers or or these sort of um, zombie esques of the Corona Apocalypse, as we've as we've come to know them, and they are a terrifying uh, creature to to be confronted by. Definitely ter- more terrifying uh, the larger the numbers within a crowd of of Ronoromers, of course. So, what sort of things do you, as a supervillain, uh, kind of command these these Ronoromers to do? Uh, first off, I now live the life of luxury. Anything I want, I'll send a horde of them out to go get. I want something you have, good luck. I will send hundreds or thousands after you. Wow. That's a lot of Ronoromers. That is a lot of Ronoromers. So they get you your stuff. That makes sense. They're kind of uh, gatherers in a sense, or more like raiders mm. almost. Actually, would be a better word for that. They're the... Yes. Roner roaming raiders. I was yeah, the RRR. <laughs> Team RRR. The triple R. It sounds like Sky a pirate. Starts become too many R's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Eventually, I <laughs> Team think Team R. Yeah, that strikes fear. at that point. That strikes fear <laughs> in the hearts of all who hear it. That's right. That's right. So okay, they get you your stuff. Is there anything else you have them do? Uh, of course, my daily chores. I I don't lift a finger here anymore. Sure. Uh, laundry right now. Gerald's over there. He's folding. No, no, three, not two. Oh, yeah, they never get it right. It is tough, uh, especially with the sleeves. Yeah, the sleeves, yeah no, yes. that he's crumpling the sleeves again. We'll we'll deal with that later. Don't even get me started on those those fitted sheets. There's no way to fold those effectively. Yeah, I had three of them working on that for like two hours. Yeah, but well, you know hey. what? I didn't have to do it myself. That's true, and you've got plenty to work with. I'm sure. I'm sure you have plenty of of runners. You could send like one per pair of underwear and shirt sounds like it it's not a bad life i wouldn't imagine it uh dishes they can handle dishes only way i'll do it <laughs> that I actually sounds pretty good oh i do too those are the worst That's yeah like i think that might be the worst chore so you send them to go get stuff i'm assuming uh you've probably run into some some people along along that direction you know some of the various survivors citizens etc um that probably aren't huge fans of that i'd assume Apparently, they don't approve of me being carried on a giant throne by an uh, army of the undead. Well, you know, I don't know. I, I can see it from both angles, I suppose, you know? Some people... Oh, uh, yeah, when you're murdering their family, they tend to not approve. Sure, sure. Do you ever have anybody that doesn't approve to a point where they've fought back before, whether they be citizens or, or something else? Oh, of course. I've had my fair run-ins with the, the normal civilian populace, and... Every now and again, you get a superhero that tries to take a little swing at you. Only minor league ones so far. I'm waiting for a, you know, my true, true big match. But big nemesis. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Big nemesis. We're we're putting some want ads out for that. Right. It's true. Every great hero has a great uh, nemesis and villain. So I'm sure someday you'll find yours. Right. The uh, turn lead to gold guy was not very fun. Sure. Well, did, did I mean he probably. Did he cause you too much of an issue, or was he pretty easy to deal with since all he could do is turn lead into gold? 30 seconds. He lasted 30 seconds. You know, that's... I mean, that's better than some can say, I suppose. You know, I've heard that guy. He's pretty much all about showing stuff off that he turns into gold, so I'd imagine in a fight he wouldn't be much use. He would just be like, oh, yeah, well, look what I can do. And then... Great infomercial. 
Yeah. Not so good. Yeah, right. Very true. <laughs> Not good. So good in combat. I mean, Very goodness, true. what's he going to do? He's going to throw gold stuff at me. He's going to throw gold at me? Oh, no. I am going to miss those uh, late night infomercials with him on my TV, though. That's right. That's right. My or bad. He, he would take something breakable and then he'd turn uh, something of lead into gold and then just smash it into the breakable thing and say, That's how we do it. Yeah. That was his catchphrase. That I had a, that's uh, how we do it. Anthony got me a shirt, a leftover shirt. Did he really? Yeah, he's, there was, was it like, gold? There was some boxes. No, this one was not. It was wasn't gold shirt. lined? No. Oh, okay. No, we well, didn't. shoot. I, I, these, say, I, I think these must have been the manufactured defects ones, the ones that were supposed to get the gold lining, but then, so I think they were kind of thrown out. I think that was where Anthony found them at the old abandoned factory out there. Sure. So I heard he was a big fan favorite because when people would go to get their, their thing signed, he'd pick up a pencil He'd write his name on it, and then he'd touch the... the well, wait, that's not actually lead. That's graphite, isn't mm, it? Yes. That was a myth. That, that was, was a, a myth. fake myth. I think that was people's, yeah, thought that, that that's how we put it. Yeah. Fortunately, did not. No, that wouldn't work. Awkward. Well, he's he's gone now, so who cares, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, okay, so out of curiosity, do you have any theories on... I mean, there's been a number of people with superpowers or... Uh, what have you that have been seeming to pop up i mean you included uh that pop up across the wasteland i mean i'm sure there's probably a number of reasons but there is there any one reason you can think of that might be causing a number of these uh powered individuals to kind of start popping up as of recent good question uh my theory has always been uh former governments uh had testing facilities the uh apocalypse happened and things got let out sure sure that makes sense and then on top of it you've got the sanitation union uh which is kind of our current government system as much as there really is one as we've talked about before you know they're kind of a conglomerate of uh some of the surviving companies mostly toilet paper companies and other toiletries and and cleaning product companies that have survived through the corona apocalypse and then band together to create a sort of government system i'm sure they've had their own uh I don't know what experiments and concoctions that that have probably gotten loose since then. Oh yeah, sure. Seems to be a convenient amount of superheroes with uh, backed by them. Sure, sure. Now makes you makes you wonder. That does bring me (laughs) to make you wonder. That does bring me to my next question. What uh, is the difference between a superhero and supervillain? Like, what makes one? one or the other i mean obviously you know we think superheroes you know stopping what we would consider the bad guys and you being super villains um but what what makes one decide to be a villain versus deciding to be a hero i mean surely you could use your powers for good even controlling the undead you know so how does that work oh because it's all about number one Mm. me I want everything to be about me i want your stuff i don't want to earn it myself and you're in my way. Gotcha. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Superheroes would be too nice about it. So you you feel that you've come to accept the title of, of a supervillain. Like, you're comfortable with that. Oh, yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean... This is the era of supervillains. Oh. And I am going to be number one. It is... I mean, it's true. We kind of live in a sort of lawless land. It's true. Um, you know, the Sanitation Union obviously has some guidelines that that they you know expect people to live by you know for their benefit of course but you know once you get outside of kind of the the inner parts of the wasteland the outer it's it's difficult to obviously you know control any of that stuff you Mm -hmm. know and so um yes i could see definitely villains having kind of the upper hand yeah that makes sense 
I mean, when it comes down to it, it's like the old saying, you know, you either uh, die a superhero or you live long enough to eventually just become a supervillain yourself. That's true. So, I guess when it comes down to it, every every superhero is just a supervillain in a few years or something along those lines. Probably get sick of, uh, you know, sticking up for people that really don't care. That's true. You know, fighting, like, wait, I have powers. Why don't I just get my own stuff? That's true. Now, That's I will true. say, in the case of you, Dr. Death, um, that... I appreciate your honesty and upfrontness about your story. And it's not some sap story that you see so many villains these days talk about. Well, mm-hmm. you know, the society, society mistreated exactly. Me. I was rejected by those who I just sought to love. And I'm just trying to show people what happens when you do that. Blah, blah, blah. My mission is so pure. Blah, blah, blah. Good people are actually evil. Blah, blah, blah. You're just like, bro, I want stuff without having to work for it. And I don't like dishes. Exactly, and Which I, I mean, I'm living living exactly. the dream. Now I can appreciate that honesty. Yeah, yeah. So, what's uh, out of curiosity as a supervillain like yourself, uh, with your persona of Doctor Death, uh, do you have a specific outfit that you like to wear when you're out raiding these towns, uh, showing off to the people your your powers, things like that? Do you have a special look? Oh yes, I do like the the white lab coat mm. and black pants and the black shirt. You know. Gotta gotta represent that I'm a doctor mm, from absolutely. far away. It's it's perfect uh, branding. Yes, gotta gotta make sure that branding's on point. Absolutely, because then when you go by, everybody says, "Oh, that guy looks like a doctor." I and then go. even if they've only vaguely heard of you, they go, "Wait a minute, this must be Doctor Death." Yep. It's like boom, my na- your name is already in their minds. Very they true. already understand, and if they haven't been turned into Rona rumors yet, you might be in their minds soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's only a matter of time. Come to realize it, usually it's about about a 30-second sure. lead-up. So what area do you control, or do you hope to have a large control over at, at the time being? Uh, right now, I relatively move around. Uh, people seem to keep turning into these Rona roamers, so well, I might have something to be doing with that. And I keep wanting more and more. So I gotta keep moving around to these little settlements. Soon, I will have one of the largest armies in the history of humankind. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good goal. Always, you know, want to have a big goal, right? Gotta, gotta have big, those small big, goals. Big goal on the whiteboard. There you go. Right. Now, do you ever have a, any frustrations with your Ronaromers? I mean, they're not very intelligent most times. Like, do they ever get on your nerves? Uh, do you ever find it frustrating to move such a large? you know, army of Rona roamers from place to place. How's that kind of go? Oh, don't, don't even talk about it. It's, it's, it's like hurting cats <laughs> sometimes. So some of them, they, they start to become injured and fall down and cause, cause issues, even in movements. They're all uh, tripping over each other. Reggie over there has been standing in the corner for two hours. And I, I wanted a cup of coffee, but I guess, I guess that's not happening. It doesn't sound like it. He sounds sounds like he's a little preoccupied with something on the wall, maybe. Who knows? He was a politician. Uh, there was oh, much up there anyways uh, to begin with. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. So, all right. So you've got all these Rona roamers, things like that. You move. You get everything you want. You raid towns, all that stuff. Do you ever, do you ever feel for the people whose towns you're raiding? Is there ever, like, an emotional relate to that? Uh I am still human a little bit. Sometimes <laughs> I'll feel bad, and then I get hungry, and then, then we're back to 
back, back to, to square one. Oh, back to square one. I might leave you if I think you'll grow me some more food that I can take later, but uh, sure, that's about sure. it. That makes sense. So you kind of like some of these towns and settlements that you come across, I'm sure you, you kind of leave in place, but with you like as the ruler over it. So like you might leave and then you'll be like, well, I'll be back for taxes or whatever the case. I can leave a small, small group. Yeah. Run roamers around. They'll, uh, they protect some of my, my farmers and they'll, uh, I'll get their food. And if they, they mess up. No. It's, it's over. They better not, bottom line. Exactly. Now, do you ever find that uh, the sanitation union, this sort of government entity per se, has ever kind of fought back against you at all? Uh, until I have a large enough army, I'm trying to avoid their space. Sure. I don't really feel like coming head-to-head yet. Sure, strategy. With them. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we're still we're working our way up to the major leagues. We're in the minor leagues still right now. Okay, okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, and I'm sure, obviously, the frustration... you got to kind of push past some of those heroes, prove yourself against some of those heroes that are out there and those other super-powered uh, individuals before you can really turn around and say, all right, we're coming for you next, big government organization. It's a it's a lot of resources. Sure, sure. To put all at once, and no. also need some great stories of me, Ooh, even if it goes point. poorly. I need I need it to be legendary. You gotta you gotta really push that branding to its limits. Make sure people not only know about you, but they've got fear in their eyes when you walk by. Exactly. Indeed, and a t-shirt. And a t-shirt, <laughs> absolutely. Always gotta have the t-shirt. That's right. We find that very important. You gotta get well. that Doctor Death t-shirt. You know, branding's important. With the Rona Romer Raiders. Exactly. That's right. Those are the yeah. two options for T-shirts. Um, now, being that you are a doctor, do you ever create new inventions? I mean, obviously, you have the ability to, to have um, power over, um, you know, legions of the uh, Rona Romers, but do you ever create new inventions for other tasks or even maybe, you know, have blueprints that the uh the rona roamers create because obviously the rona roamers aren't going to be able to have the intellect um to to be able to create these inventions so that's you know they could maybe do the manual but do you ever create blueprints for the for them to actually you know create themselves uh, a little bit a little bit of this a little bit of that i'll i'll make sure they they have directions and if i lack a certain set of skills i'm sure i can find a another human willing to not be eaten in exchange for making me something giving me some blueprints i can follow there you go that's a good idea yeah, that's a good idea do you uh do you ever team up with other supervillains for jobs or you know oh i got a particularly large settlement that i'm gonna raid i might need like an extra set of hands here anything like that specifically any other superpowered uh individuals that you might team up with uh we've we, i've worked with a few uh, I, I dislike most of them. Most of them are stuck up or <laughs> in it for the wrong reasons. However, there's a few. One who has some teleportation abilities. He he becomes invaluable. Sure. Sometimes when raiding super heavily fortified locations. Oh yeah, you can get through those fortifications easy peasy. When you and he gets teleport. the best snacks. Mm, <laughs> he brings them, like, to the raids. He's like, hey, guys, I brought snacks. Opens up his bag. He's got, like, jerky and, like, who knows what else in there. 
may be the only reason he's still alive. Fair enough. I'd say I'd keep him alive too. Absolutely. We, we love need a guy facts. like that. Oh, well, we got Anthony, got Anthony, so yeah. I guess that's true. So he he takes pretty good care of us. So. That boy, Anthony. Absolutely. So go awesome. get yourself another one. Yeah. Get yourself. <laughs> awesome. Well, yeah. Um, honestly, that's I think that's everything we have. If there's anything else you wanted to kind of finish off with, Mister uh, Mister Death, Doctor Death. Anything Thank you, you very to- much for having me. Uh, to all those listening out there. I'm coming for you. He's coming for Just us. Just wait. You will be one of under me eventually. One All of, of you us. will. One of us. One of us. One Unless of you have us. good snacks. That's right. So keep good snacks keep good on snack. hands. My might save life. That's right. Your life. And remember branding, everybody. That's right. That's branding. Right. You know, in all honesty, I don't know how, how Catherine Cowbell might feel about the idea of a supervillain, but I'm sure she can truly appreciate the idea that he's out here branding so successfully. Very true. So, you know, she's very, a very savvy businesswoman. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure, you know, if he was interested in, in maybe even partaking of her services, um, I'm sure they could work something out. You know, she seems to work with everybody. She's not very intimidated though. So <laughs> don't try to come at her with Rona Romers because that probably would not work out well. Speaking of which, uh, Sly, would you like to tell Dr. Death what we're going to be sending his way uh, by way of messenger, more than likely. Oh my goodness! What by way of possibly an expendable messenger? Yeah, Sorry. either expendable messenger or maybe, pigeon, probably. Maybe we'll attach it to like a Rona Romer. Oh, there you go. Somehow, and then we'll just push the Rona Romer out there, and then Doctor Death, whenever you maybe, happen to come across, maybe Doctor Death Romer, could we'll send sure. send one in yeah. this way. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea we'll too. We'll just meet in Kansas City. Seemed to work out well last time. So that's we'll just, true. Have just send in Kansas City. Yep. Uh, we'll have another one that sent kind of sends that way, and they'll meet, and then you know the one that you control. Exchange. Yeah. So, so maybe that'll work out. Yeah. So what are we what are we sending off to uh, Doctor Death? Uh, well, we have uh, uh, a couple things. Um, the first oh, one gosh, is gosh. you know talking about his branding. Oh, wow. Well, we do have this old uh, poster um, that he has that that we have that he can take and make copies of if you find some old working copying machine. Um, it's kind of this old story book villain um that basically looks um i believe his name was dr death maker oh um so i feel like you know scribble out the maker and yeah. uh put it posters you know photoshop your face on there whatever um you know print out some posters like i said you know uh, branding you're getting getting yourself out there um and then uh you know i think that's going to be obviously a, a great way to um be able to um find that hero that's really going to be a good nemesis for you and then also we have a old projector. Mm. It's an old mm. slide projector. Oh, like where you put the little yep. So and then it um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of more memorabilia than anything else. But uh, you can use it to um, put up uh, scary things, or you know what I could see it being used for is who you're you're hunting down. You know, I know it's gonna be hard to control the the roamers. Well, imagine if you could have a picture of somebody, put it under this and shine it big enough for the large group to see and they'd be like oh that's what we're going after you know like a dog on a scent so mm. you know so that's what we got sent out to you um we'll pack that up on a on one of the old mules we got lying around here and uh send it out with a roamer attached that's right and we'd appreciate if we were not slides that were included on that. right yeah we uh we would appreciate that <laughs> you're helping with the branding you get a you get a pass awesome all right perfect we, we've got good snacks here, but... Right. We aim to help every guest, really. We're, that's right. We're never... No matter mm-hmm. what they're about, no matter what... You know, we're very um, open with them and, and, you know, helpful, I feel like, in, in very many ways. 
And of course, to uh, to add to that, we have had. Uh, I, I actually just got a call in from Catherine Cowbell while you were talking about what you were going to send off. Oh my goodness! And we're going to be sending off as well a a fifteen percent off coupon for branding services from Catherine Cowbell wow. and her company. Uh, so just Ooh. in case you're in the area and you want to work with her on getting uh, your name out there, or whatever she she runs a great business, uh, does some great marketing. We've had her on the show a couple times now. Yeah, and uh, so definitely worth checking out. She wants to kind of get within this whole superpower trend thing that's going on, whether it be villains, whether it be heroes. Right. Um, she's interested in helping you get your name out there because that's a big part oh, yeah. of being a hero or a villain in the post-apocalyptic world. Yep. And in the Corona apocalypse, it's all about supporting your local businesses. So that's right. There you go. And your local heroes and your local villains. Yep. Got to support your gotta local support villains. Whether or not you want to. That's right. They, Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Well, again, thank you so much for being on the show, Dr. Death. And uh, I, it's kind of hard to say. I look forward to seeing you soon. But, you know, hopefully if it's on positive turns, then I do. Yeah. Or hearing from you. That's right. Thank you very much. All right. You have a good one, Dr. Death. Thanks for be, being on. All right. So you heard that, folks. That was Dr. Death. Uh, we're really excited because next week we're actually going to be having a superhero of the apocalypse yes. on. And uh, that's going to be really interesting for sure because obviously there's a nice contrast there. Exactly. going to have. So be interesting to see two sides of the story. You know, we always like to represent, uh, you know, both sides. We never want to, you know, just put information out there that's, that's false. We never want to, you know, be, um, is it subjective? Is that what it is when you, is it, or is it objective? Objective? Uh, I think it's objective. We never want to be objective. We always want to be subjective. Wait. Hold on. Or possibly the other way around. We want to be unbiased. We want to be unbiased. Yeah. In any of our... So we want to give you both sides of the story, making sure that you have the information that you need uh, to make sure that you, you know, find out the truth for yourself. So we're not endorsing the villain. We're not endorsing the hero. We're putting out the stories out there and letting you decide. And, uh, you know, maybe they'll they'll meet up, you know, get some clash coffee. Clash it out. Or, or, or get or, some coffee. You know, or clash it out. Whatever. Something a little less violent. You know, I mean, I feel like they have to see, okay, are we a good fit? You know, are we going to make a good battle? Are people going to talk about this? You know, because I think to the core, I think heroes still are selfish. I think mm-hmm. heroes want to make sure, you know, they don't want to fight just everyday crime. You know, no. Spider-Man would not have been, you know, just happy going around, just beating up people that are mugging old ladies, you know, with purses. You know, if he didn't get the Doc Ox of the world, if he didn't have to fight the Venoms of the world, you know, if he didn't have to fight these other villains, I don't think he would have been very happy with his lot in life. No. I think it would have been like, oh, another mugger, blah, 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 blah. You know, whatever, another bank robber. You know, I think they want to find. So I think the, the heroes, especially nowadays in, in kind of the apocalypse we're living, you know, what's, I think they have a what's in it for me attitude. So I think we're going to see it next week and just see, okay, does this guy match up well with, with, with a villain? You know, mm-hmm. does, does Dr. Death and our um, soon to be named hero work well together so i think they are going to have to get together and and just talk it out and have some um quality time together before they do that that's that's what i feel that's true that's That's really deep slide that's that's a really good point i I like that that's a good point and then obviously you you kind of want those opposites too oh yeah just that's going to increase you know the epic battle that they have um it's going to increase just the the concept of it all you know to be honest when you think about it and and the idea of a superhero and, and a supervillain collaborating like this it almost seems like a wwe match or something you know like it's all a Very little true. bit pre-written in the concept of we want to see what's the most entertaining for everybody uh but but there also are lives at stake exactly yeah exactly so <laughs> like, it makes a little bit 
all the audience could have a chair flung from the ring and That's like true. decapitate You're them right. at any second. But they're going to be entertained yeah. as heck until then. Exactly. I think that makes it, you know, what could possibly happen to me? I think that makes the, sh- the show that much more entertaining. When you know something is super safe and easy, you, you're, you know, it can only be so entertaining. So mm-hmm. I think people want to see what, you know, the, the unpredictable, right? That's why people love, used to love reality shows. You know, you don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen because this is real stuff, supposedly, yeah. allegedly, maybe, probably not, written by the script writers to make sure that there's something very important, but named as reality oh, so people yeah, think yeah. that they don't know what's going to happen. So I think that's what people like to see, you sure. know, and what more reality than when, you know, two juggernauts of, you know, good versus evil, David versus Goliath, or maybe not, depending on if they match up like that. But <laughs> if you know, they got about the same height, you know, yeah. Then it kind but, of throws off that. So, so you know, I think that's gonna be interesting to see. So I'm really excited to see uh, which hero joins us next week and uh, and what what he's got to say about Doctor Death. That's right, and it'll be interesting to see in the end who ends up going against Doctor Death. Oh yeah, maybe. Maybe we'll get a superhero called Dr. Life, and he'll go up against Dr. Death. Very true. I don't know what that would look like. That'd be something else. Maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's Dr. Uh, vaccine. Vaccine. And he, he just, just runs around. He can shoot vaccine out of his hands, and it cleanses the Ronoromers. I have a feeling that that would, that would probably ultimately lead to a win for Dr. Yeah. Vaccine if he can just completely clean out. But who knows? Maybe, maybe he can't vaccine fast enough to cleanse all these Rona-Romers piling on top of him. But now if we have Dr. Vaccine, why has he not vaccinated the general wasteland to that's get us true. back to normal? I don't think he exists. That's probably not. That's if he did, true. I don't think we'd have as much of an issue as we do now. That's so. very true. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't or think... Or he's just lazy. That too. He, and maybe that's another thing. Maybe he's, he's absolutely capable of defeating Dr. Death, but he just really doesn't feel... He's like one of those neutral heroes where he's like, yeah, I'll do it if it, like... Something happens directly to me. Like if a Rona Romer starts coming at me, yeah, I'll vaccinate it. But like if a Rona Romer is coming at somebody else, yeah, they'll deal with it. Or maybe he just got here because he's from down under. He's down under. Under the sea. (laughs) I was trying to figure out where you were going to go with that. Down under. He wants to. He's from down under, mate. He's going down under. You had some shrimps on the barbie. (laughs) If you're catching my drift. Oh, you know who knows? And and to be honest with you, we. And, I mean, new superheroes and new supervillains are popping up every day. This That's is becoming, true. like, a very common occurrence, which is really interesting. And we might honestly have to do a few episodes, several episodes, who knows, um, on this concept of heroes and villains. Heck, maybe all of season three ends up being all about different heroes and villains. We'll just have to see what happens. Maybe we have a collaboration of heroes and villains on the same show. Maybe we debate some topics. Maybe we have an episode at the end of this season. Ooh. Oh, wait, hold on. Are we giving know. away too much? I was going to say... Well, none of this is none of this is planned out. Back just up. FYI, just giving you I, we're just talking. We're just spitballing here. Sometimes these ideas just come to us. Just us girls. That's right. Um, well, Becca, get back out of here. That's she's just she just she every time or ever since we gave her the address to this bunker. Yeah, just, she's was, always just popping up around. Did you find me somebody to go out with? Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Guys, just check out this setter over here. If you it's don't like, know who oh, Wabeka is, check out uh, our finale episode of season one. And yeah. uh, that's that's all the information you need on that. And then we'll give her your address so she bothers you. That's right. Send us your addresses and you might get a visit from Wabeka. Wabeka. Maybe you want to go on a date with her. She likes oh, junkyards. That's right. Stuff like that. So She's interesting. She's She's, fun. she's different. She is different. That's right. If you're sick of boring, same old, run-the-mill girls and you want something unique, well, Becca is for you.
Fire-yo. I don't know why I went a little bit Down bullshit. under. <laughs> well, whatever the case, we don't know which superhero it is that we're going to have next week. That's still in the works. Uh, Anthony is obviously getting in touch with a number of superheroes who are interested. Um, we've actually got an application um, that we've been filling out. Now, supervillains were a lot easier to get. Or, sorry, uh, it was easier to tone down to one. Uh, just because many of them are kind of selfish with their time, they're True. usually outrating, or they're just generally too dangerous for us yeah, to have. Yeah, I was going to say, or they're, here in they're the studio. trying to murder people. Exactly, and that's just not something we want. So that's why we had Dr. Death on. He's a reasonable guy, you know. Uh, he's he's obviously, you know, he, he wants what he wants, uh, but thankfully, at the current moment, he didn't want to kill us, and exactly. what he did want was to be on the podcast. And exactly. it gets his name out. Again, this is all about marketing. All comes back to marketing. It's all he wanted to get his name out. We had an audience to do so, and there we go. So, But we don't have the superhero yet because apparently all of them want to be on pretty much, it seems like. Uh, so we're still figuring out which one. I can't give anything away now because I don't know. Uh, but definitely check back in next week because by then we will know. Right. The, we'll heroes un- the uh, Superheroes Union uh, has told us that we will have a hero on. So That's right. Hopefully he's someone that will be uh, a big enough um, name or, or at least large enough in um, capacity to to be able to go up against Dr. Death. Yeah. Who is a fairly well-known. He he's, a, he's, a, he's a rising uh, rising star. In the I know he said minor, but that was just him being humble. It was him being humble. In all honesty. he He's definitely getting up there in, in his name. I'm sure you've probably heard of him. If you haven't, now you have. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations. <laughs> Look out. <laughs> if you see a large group of Rona Romans, you might need to rush over to the next settlement. Or, or put out your snacks yeah. on your doorstep. Ooh, that's actually a good idea, too. Hopefully you're a farmer. That's yes. Because that's what he's going to ask next. Yep. So, all right, awesome. So, th- again, thanks for listening to today's episode. We hope that you enjoyed our chat with a supervillain. And uh, don't forget to check out next week's episode. As usual, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube even, pretty much anywhere that you can find a podca- podcast. We have our podcast there. That's the Apocalypse Bros. In case you forgot our name since we mentioned it yes. at the beginning. Apocalypse Bros. We are the Apocalypse Bros. We're going to say it one more time before we end. Uh, before we end, though, uh, don't forget to, uh, if you're on iTunes, don't forget to drop us a review. We love to hear from our Wasteland survivors out there. Tell us a little bit about what's happening in the apocalypse. Tell us how maybe some of our tips or maybe some of our guest tips uh, have helped you out in the apocalyptic uh, wasteland and surviving out there. Drop those in the comments or the uh, reviews, like I mentioned before. Uh, also, make sure to swing by our Bunker Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Just uh, facebook.com slash apocalypse bros. Pretty, pretty simple. Check out the polls. That's check right. out the conversations. Just get involved with the community. Get involved with the community. We'd love to hear from you. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you. Everybody, every survivor out there is having a different experience out there in the wasteland, and we want to know all about all of them. Who knows? Maybe it might lead to an opportunity where we might even have you as a guest star Ooh. on our next episode. That'd it's, be exciting. That would be really exciting. I'm excited. Sly's excited. Anthony's excited. That's right, buddy. Yep. So definitely do that. Make sure to stop by. Let us know what's going on. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I think that's everything that I've got. That's all I got. All right. Well, this has been another episode of The The Apocalypse Apocalypse Bros.